Hey guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio, but when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, the MFCEO.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Medterra CBD. You can go to MedterraCBD.com and enter discount code BIGMXRADIO15 to save 15% every time that you shop at MedterraCBD.com. I'm your host, Brad Gephardt. I'm on all of these podcasts, but for the first time in a long time, we've done an in-person interview with this guy after a couple of races, but never have we had him on the phone. He just got off of a... uh, a fresh riding session where the track was absolutely mint. He is your 2019 Lights Class 250 2019 Arena Cross Champion for the Triple Crown Series. This is Dylan, right? <laughs> Good intro. I like it. Uh, yeah, you got it. Dylan Wright, the 19 in your program, number one in your hearts, and next year in, in Arena Cross. How are you, my friend? How's that Honda, and how are all things in uh, good old Quebec? Good, good. I mean, uh, can't complain, obviously. Uh, weather's been good here lately to get some good riding in. Uh, I've actually ridden the last three days. And, uh, yeah, like you're saying, fresh off that uh, 2019 AX Championship and uh, feeling good on the bike, feeling good outdoors and stuff and getting some good testing in the last couple of weeks. So uh, can't complain. Absolutely. You cannot complain. Anybody who would follow you on social media would say that nobody is having a bake sale for you, but between the uh, the beautiful retro Fox gear that you had in the, in the most recent weekend, that stuff is absolutely sick. Girlfriend on point, bike on point, and uh, some good riding weather. Yeah, no one's feeling bad for the current uh, Arena Cross champion. Nobody. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, like you said, I got my uh, I got my program pretty good right now. Uh, like you said, I got my girlfriend. Uh, she supports me 100 yeah. percent and uh, is there for me and stuff. And like you said, bikes on point, uh, programs on point. Um, can't complain. But uh, yeah, like you say, bring it back to that retro stuff that I was wearing last week. It was pretty cool. I mean, some pretty uh, awesome guys have worn that kit in the past. So to kind of be able to wear it. And win the championship on that same night was pretty cool, uh, to say the least. No doubt, man. Like, uh, it just it was a great looking kit. We were talking Bradshaw, and then Stu wrote, wrote that wrote with that back in '04, and they kind of sort of brought that kit out. And yours is even more uh, reminiscent of the original stuff. Uh, I'm gonna have to talk to uh, maybe Beaker down in Cal in uh, in the states to maybe get myself a set of that stuff. But either way, your stuff looked great. Uh, you got to be feeling good. Arena Cross in the rearview mirror, celebrating the number one plate, and then focus ourselves onto uh, outdoors. Like you said, you've been on the bike already three week, three days this week, and it's only Thursday. Um, what's the approach, man? You got to be rolling into the season feeling pretty good about uh, just everything you got going on. A little bit of momentum from Arena Cross and uh, and, and uh, some fast guys to uh, to train with along the way. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Uh, last weekend was good. Uh, I didn't get to celebrate too, too much. I mean, we got to get ready for outdoors here coming up in right. a few weeks. So, uh, drove home kind of the next day. Uh, got my practice bike on and kind of been riding uh, every day since then on uh, get some outdoor stuff in. Um, we've been training for outdoors even uh, the, through the last couple of rounds. I rode maybe one day a week of uh, indoor stuff just to kind of 
feel fresh for the weekends. But I mean, other than that, we've been uh, we've been in outdoors pretty heavy. I mean, obviously it's a different racing than the indoor stuff. So I mean, you got to kind of transition over um, quite a bit before the series starts. So I mean, right. we're just kind of still getting a few things sorted out. We got uh, we got our photo shoot coming up here this week at uh, Gopher Dunes. No big and deal. Then, uh, we got testing with uh, Joe Skid from SSS Suspension and. Uh, from Proven Moto. Uh, so we got all that coming up next week. So the uh, next week's going to be busy. And then just after that, we only have a couple weeks till season. So then it'll be kind of just uh, getting the last couple things in, getting uh, getting everything dialed and feeling fresh to uh, fly out for round one. Well, there you go. Yeah, the bullets are flying. It's, cr- it's crunch time for you. Uh, talk a little bit about that switch from arena cross to outdoors. Obviously, outdoors is something that you spend most of your time on, but uh, arena cross all about hitting the marks and, and more about sort of timing things. And uh, once you get back on uh, on a more uh, motocross oriented setup, um, the focus is getting the, the corner speed back up and really starting to to get the just your that sense of of really pushing the speed on the motorcycle uh, back to where you're used to having it throughout the outdoor season what's that uh, transition like for you yeah no 100 percent uh you pretty much nailed it right there um obviously indoor stuff you're kind of need to hit your marks you got to be perfect because any small mistake in uh, the arena cross stuff can end up costing you a couple positions or the race in general so i mean you've always got to be super perfect and making uh hitting your landings perfect every time and hitting the corners good or needing to protect it inside if you have a guy kind of coming up behind you so everything's got to be perfect for indoors and then you get to outdoors so you can hang it out a little bit more like you say push uh push your turns push your push your speed uh that you're carrying your momentum and everything um just a little bit more i mean you can you can kind of get away with maybe making a little bit of a bobble here and there in the outdoors uh um whereas indoors you can't um but obviously there's a huge setup change uh that goes with it i mean suspension's a little bit softer rebounds a little bit quicker for uh bumps and stuff um so i mean suspension change is is probably the biggest thing and a little bit of engine engine changing as well i mean obviously indoor stuff you need to be super torquey and get you out of the corners and get you to the next spot as quick as possible or get that start that's uh that is 90 percent of the race pretty much so uh, engine changes as well as the outdoors you kind of want to have a little bit more mellow of a bike and that goes a little quicker on the top end and revs out a little longer so i mean everything's super different so obviously for us as riders we kind of got to get used to that um and making that transition over um make it nice and smooth and uh no but uh i feel good on my outdoor stuff um Feeling good. I mean, feeling good coming into the season. Got some good momentum going uh, from there. And, I mean, obviously, indoors hasn't been exactly maybe my strongest asset in the past. So, I mean, obviously, to uh, excel a little bit at that this year is good and uh, makes me feel even better coming into outdoors where I kind of shine a little bit more. Definitely. The friendly confines of a motocross track, definitely what you're more uh, accustomed to. But knowing that uh, you excel at something, maybe you struggle a little bit, gives you that much more confidence rolling into outdoors. And uh, from everything you're telling me right now, really sounds like a kid who uh, is is really becoming a bit of a veteran in the sport, knowing your motorcycle, knowing what it does, and how much of that is a benefit to you going into a, a series where uh, setup is key. A lot of you guys have very equal bikes, e- equal skill sets. So um, when it comes to uh, what, what's basically going to make or break your race a lot of times is your ability to not only la- throw down those laps, but also uh, know where to go with the motorcycle so you can be most comfortable when doing so. 
Yeah, like you say, uh, a lot of people, uh, I don't know, don't know that I've been, I've been a pro since I was 16. So obviously started young uh, in the pro career. Yeah. Um, but it's taken me a while to mature a little bit and uh, kind of become the rider that I am, kind of settle down a little bit more and make less mistakes and hit my marks a little bit more as opposed to kind of having that young, wild and free kind of riding um, where you kind of just let it hang out and hope for the best and yep. kind of make mistakes here and there along the way so obviously a big part of my program in the last couple of years has kind of just been minimizing those mistakes making some changes in my riding style or in the way i ride the bike uh where as a body position or the way i rev the bike and the way that uh, i set it up i mean it's all it's all kind of changing and we're going in uh steps forward which is good i mean they're not always big, big steps but i mean little steps always help uh when you get to kind of that pro level where a tenth of a second kind of makes a difference. So, um, like you say, obviously kind of grown a little bit more mature and uh, and uh, getting more mature on the bike as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, setup wise, I've had I've had a few people help me out quite a bit. Colton being one of them. I mean, he's a veteran. Uh, he's been pro since he was 16 as well. So he can he kind of gets it um, where I'm at. You know, I'm starting a little younger and kind of just being thrown into it so he gets it and he's been helping me out uh a lot the last few years that i've been on the honda canada tdr fox racing team uh alongside him so he's been helping me out and then joe's been helping me out with suspension setup and kind of giving me some direction i'll give him some feedback uh from days where we go out and ride or maybe it's a phone call or something if i'm struggling a little bit to know what sense of direction he's been helping me out quite a bit and then obviously our head mechanic and my mechanic justin uh and kyle they're uh they obviously they've raced and they kind of know what's going on and it's been working a long time so we've got a lot of great people in our corner to help us get the bike to where we're comfortable and then i mean ultimately other than that it's just up to us on race day to kind of make some last minute tweaks and decisions on where we want to go with the bike or what we want to what we want to do while we're out there on different tracks or different uh or different dirt and stuff like that. So, I mean, obviously that helps to have such so many good people around me kind of helping me out and helping me figure out how to test and how to get that bike set up. Because, I mean, that's 90% of the battle is knowing how to how to test and go into it with an open mind and not only know, uh, not only want to go one way, um, but also try going different ways to see kind of what, uh, what happens and if you like it better or what it's doing. And uh, so, I mean, that's that's 90% of the battle is kind of just trying a bunch of different stuff and not being right. afraid to kind of go a weird way where you never know kind of what's going to happen. So uh, with all those guys, it's been great. And, uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Great uh, great team behind you and a good motorcycle uh, underneath you as well. Uh, and one that you're familiar with. Going into a season where uh, you'll be on a bike that you're, you're, you kinda, you know what to expect, especially you can go from one race to another like say uh going back to uh Minidosa this year you, I'm sure you guys have some spec sheets written down as to uh, what worked what didn't and and all the things that uh that um uh, for you at Minidosa predominantly you probably just want more horsepower so you can uh clear that uh big uphill jump that uh, I think everybody uh cased every <laughs> single goddamn lap of that particular race day but um but yeah like you you're, you're going to be on a motorcycle that you're 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 comfortable with and obviously on a team that you're comfortable with as well obviously your second season with that team um like coming back around and your second chance second uh year with this this team um 
what are so, some of the goals that you set forth for yourself and, uh, and what gives you the confidence that you're going to be able to achieve those? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, it'll be like my third year with the team. It's third year, third year. Honda chassis right. um, that we came out with. So, I mean, obviously, feeling comfortable on that bike. I've ridden it um, probably too many hours. The team always kind of gives me shit a little bit because I put a lot of time on a motorcycle. I enjoy riding. I enjoy going to the track and putting my hours in. So, I do ride quite a bit. Um, but I mean, going into the season, I feel, I feel good. I feel comfortable on that bike. I feel good with my program, with my trainer, uh, with kind of everybody around me. So that's, that's kind of puts you in a good mental set heading into the season. And obviously I'm pretty stoked on our engine that we got. Um, it's definitely better than it was last year. Um, it's definitely got a little bit more bottom end, which I wanted. Um, and I mean, we have a year of testing with that new engine that they came out with last year so uh with that i mean like you say we have our data sheets on what we were changing and where we were going with mapping and stuff on different days so we know kind of what sense of direction to go in on different places like minnedosa or like calgary uh where we're at altitude and kind of what we like there um as well as like suspension settings i mean we write everything down we we try and keep everything in a file and in our notebooks on what we did or like different practice tracks, the way we set our bike up at different practice tracks during the week. So we know coming into the weekend kind of what direction we're going to want to go in. So, I mean, we got it, we got it pretty dialed. We got it figured out. And I mean, every year we're learning, um, it's not just me, but the team and everybody, we're, everybody still learns. I mean, we're all learning, um, throughout the season and throughout the off season on what, uh, what to do to make the program better, to make the bike better. So, I mean, with every day that I spend on the bike, I mean, it's always a step in the right direction, which is always good. Absolutely. No, exactly. Becoming more and more comfortable as you get closer to round one, Calgary, Alberta. What do you, what do you have to say about that track? Uh, some people love it. Some people don't. You've been racing it for a long period of time as a professional. Um, is this a track that falls into your strength as far as uh, as what you can make some special things happen uh, in a couple weeks' time? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I've always had some good uh, some good luck at Calgary. Um, it's always been a pretty good track for me, honestly. Uh, it's one of my better ones out west, I would probably have to say. Although, I mean, I did win at Prince George last year and did fairly well at uh, Minnedosa. Um, so, I mean... It should be good. I like rust. I like when the track gets gnarly, and they normally water the crap out of it and let it get ruddy and gnarly. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Um, like last year at Walton, I felt super good in those ruts um, that were there. And, I mean, the dirt's pretty similar. So, we got a, we got all that written down on kind of what we did last year. So, uh, I mean, it should be it should be pretty good for me. And um, I just like the, the cool vibe there. I mean, we're about five minutes from downtown Calgary. Yeah. Um,
For sure. And yeah, you'll be throwing out the style points for uh, James Listenmore and the rest of the guys' uh, cameras in just a few weeks' time. Um, when it comes to uh, preparation, what's most important for you to work on? Like, is, are, are you just right now, are you just putting in motos? Are you working on specific things? And, uh, and what are some of the things that you and a guy like Tanner Ward can kind of bounce off of each other a little bit? Obviously, you guys are going to play some cat and mouse, you know, chase each other around a little bit, but there are some, also some things and some drills that you can actually implement to uh, to work on some of the skills that you need to uh, to just sharpen things up uh, as you approach this, the season, which uh, should be a big one for you. And uh, I'll also add that there's a good chance ability that um, you, on the at least on the start for Minidosa, you might have to deal with myself on a uh, 252 stroke. So watch out for that. <laughs> oh, the old 252 stroke. I mean, it should be a good choice for Minidosa start. Heck yeah. I-95. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, obviously in practice, I mean, we got our stuff are already set up when we kind of go into the week and our program and what we need to do on different days. Um, but for me, it's just been, I've been putting in some motos right now, obviously coming off of arena cross. I mean, you work on a lot of sprints in arena cross because the motos are so short. They're like five minutes, right? So uh, the sprint speed is pretty good. Um, right now, so I've been doing long motos. Uh, like today, I did uh, two 40-minute motos with a 20-minute warm-up type of deal. So, I mean, I tend to do a lot longer motos than what we will have on race day, just so race day feels easy. Yeah. I have, with my trainer, we always say, like, you got to train harder on your days during the week than it is on the weekend because, I mean, when you get to the weekend, you want it to be easy. And, I mean, that's kind of the way it is for me. During the week is all the time that the hard work's put in, and you kind of just let it shine on the weekend. Because, uh, I mean, it's not really an option to get tired at the 20-minute mark on the weekend because that's just not acceptable and that can't happen. So, right. Um, I like to I like to be way more prepared than I need to be um, fitness-wise and stuff going into into the season. So, I mean, right now I've just been putting in long motos and uh, just fine-tuning a few things with, like, suspension and stuff like that and getting everything comfortable. Um, but, yeah, right now just long motos and then closer to the season – uh, probably like the week before, knock it back a little bit, uh, so that I'm fresh and lots of energy and stuff heading into the season. Champing at the bit come Calgary. Uh, last couple questions for you before I let you go here on the Big MX Radio podcast brought to you by Medterra CBD. Um, Race day is an important day for all of you guys. I think uh, you're, uh, you have the benefit of being on a team that uh, you, you really can just focus on just going fast on the motorcycle. A lot of those that uh, your team really takes care of just about everything else that, uh, that you'd have to worry about on race day. So you can just focus on going fast. But uh, what's the race day uh, sort of program look for like for you what do you need to be successful uh how do you like to like when you do do a track walk what are you looking for as far as uh what's going to help you be successful and then on race day uh what are some essentials to just get you in the zone like are you are we listening to music if so what kind of music are we taking a nap if so what kind of nap with or without the girlfriend like what, what's what's the scenario yeah for me race day i'm a i'm a kind of a creature of routine i like everything to be the same every day um, I mean, even during the week, I keep a routine uh, that's fairly similar, like if I'm riding as to like a race day routine. Um, so, I mean, it's honestly super important for me to everything to go to be exactly the same on race day. I could get up at the same time uh, on race day every weekend, um, eat the same thing for breakfast um, every weekend. 
Um, and like you say, go for track walk at the, almost the same time every weekend and uh, kind of get my gear on and everything. Everything's kind of the same thing every race day to kind of mimic um, mimic what days worked well for me. And I mean, you kind of add a few things in here and there. And obviously we have some observations that we got to do that kind of change. But ideally, like I, like I said, I eat breakfast at the same time, the same thing. I eat lunch, the same thing at the same time every weekend. Um, and yeah, like you say, a nap. I, I nap between uh, qualifying in the first moto and then between first moto and second moto uh, by myself, like upstairs in the rig, like stuff listen to music uh when i'm napping i listen to country music and then when i'm uh kind of getting ready for the moto i'll uh, put on like either like some alternate rock or like some rap music to kind of just get the blood flowing a little okay. bit um but uh yeah ultimately for me it's just everything's got to be the same and uh a lot of times like you know, i'm a, kind of a talkative guy normally but on race day i mean obviously with the fans we get our our autographs and signatures and everything in right um but for me i'm a guy who uh on race day i kind of keep to myself like i'll just go upstairs by myself and kind of go through the track or if there's sections on the track where i'm struggling with i'll get someone to go like take a video so i can watch it up up and up in our little cubby to uh to kind of see what maybe i can do better or what uh what i can do with the bike uh just get more comfortable or whatever i need to do so, uh, yeah, basically everything just has to be the same on race day. Colton and I kind of have a similar program, and he's kind of helped me um, with that and get it better. So, um, it's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, obviously every day isn't going to go exactly the same race-wise, but, I mean, if you can have everything around you 100% the same or 100% good, I mean, your chances of having a good headspace and a good mind and fresh mind coming into the races is obviously going to be higher for sure. Well, there you go. So l last year when they were running like three or four hours behind schedule, you must've been pulling your hair out sitting on the line or getting ready for your last yeah. race. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously Calgary was bad. Uh, I kind of felt bad for those 450 guys. I mean, I feel like they were riding at like six o'clock at night when the sun was going down. Yeah. I think some guys would have like, pulled their trucks out to light, light the track up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty late. So I mean, obviously they're gonna have to. Well, I mean, they fixed it before they the second it. round, but uh, they're gonna have to make sure that doesn't happen again. But uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously we have to. I mean, we have to deal with stuff like that. Just like this weekend, I mean, not everything goes exactly as planned. The gates broke or whatever. So you kind of gotta switch it up and have a free mind. I mean, obviously I'm not gonna let um, something like that bother me too too much, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you say, it kind of changes your routine a little bit. So, I mean, it's not ideal, but it happens. And I mean, as racers, we, it's everything we got to deal with. We got to race day is, uh, race day is where we make, where we make our money. Right. I mean, it's, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, it, there's no sugarcoat in it. It's our job and it's, we got to perform on that day of the week. And I mean, we got to make sure that we make it happen. So sometimes it's stressful, but I mean, uh, like I, like I said, obviously when you have a routine, it makes it a little less stressful. Absolutely. You dot your I's, cross your T's, and get ready to do work. Uh, last five questions for you. Quick, rapid-fire questions before I let you go here on the Big MX Radio Podcast. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, first question. Uh, coffee, tea, and how do you take it? Uh, coffee? Yeah. Uh, two milk, one sugar. Two, two milk, one sugar. 
You're not uh, not too sweet, but you didn't need a little extra sugar in there. Uh, favorite motocross video growing up, one that you played over and over and over and over again so many times your mom probably knows the soundtrack better than you do. Uh, Playground. I forget what movie it is, but it's got Ken Roxon on an 85 in it, and I used to watch it uh, while I worked out all the time when I was a kid. That's super cool. Love it. Uh, if you, oh, I'm sure you, you have to at some point, uh, you have a date night with your lovely girlfriend there. You're making dinner. Uh, you got all the groceries. What are you making? Uh, like what, what's, what's your, uh, uh, your, your best dish on a date night? Oh God. Um, I'm pretty routine with that. But, Don't say grilled uh, cheese. Like some kind of, uh, chicken, um, like marinated and some like good barbecue sauce with asparagus and like zucchini maybe Ooh. and a little bit of rice on the side <laughs> i like it yeah all right all right so keeping things pretty healthy fair enough and um if, if you had to race a two-stroke are you racing a 125 or a 250 uh it depends if i'm trying to win or if i'm having fun just having fun uh, but i would I, I definitely ride a 125 buck and a quarter for dylan right last question for you growing up Obviously, you're uh, like uh, coming from the, the I believe the southern on, southern Ontario area. No, Ottawa, 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 area. Ottawa, Ottawa, Ontario. Um, what was your favorite track growing up? What was the like the place? Just like, yeah, this is my house. I I, I basically run this place, and that's uh, uh, where a lot of your uh, your memories were made as a kid. Definitely, Sandalee. I mean, my parents' uh, place is about two minutes from there. Love it. So I basically grew up at Sandalee. Um, yeah, I mean, I spent a lot of hours there, uh, as a kid, even not riding, kind of hanging out, all my buddies were there and everything growing up. So, all right. uh, definitely put in my uh, fair share of time at that place. Fair enough. Sandy Lee is the one. Really appreciate you making some time for us here on the Big MX Radio Podcast. I hope you'll uh, you'll in- take our invite to become a repeat offender here on the Big MX Radio Podcast as we continue to follow along with the Triple Crown Series throughout the summer. Dylan, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, and uh, yeah, anytime, man, uh, just give me a shout, and uh, more than welcome, I'll be happy to go on, and uh, maybe uh, maybe talk about some good stuff this season. Absolutely, definitely uh, some, some highlights coming down the pipe for you. Uh, this championship is just the beginning of your 2018 season. Um, before I let you go, I know you have an impressive list of sponsors, and, and I'm sure you don't have either a team shirt or your back fender in front of you to remember them all, but do your best, rattle them off for us right now. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be tough. we got a lot of good people behind us, but obviously can't do it without Honda Canada, uh, Gopher News Racing, uh, Fox Racing, Atlas Brakes, uh, Hinton, Dunlop Tires, Tag Metals. Um, <laughs> this ain't easy. Um, but, you know, just my family, my girlfriend, uh, my fans, and everybody kind of supporting me, uh, keeping it going, my mechanic uh, and the whole team. Obviously, uh, we got a good awesome group of guys behind us and sponsors that we wouldn't be able to do it without so obviously uh hats off to all those guys um obviously like i said proven moto uh sss suspension kind of keeping me dialed in and uh and yeah i mean it's going to be a good season but uh couldn't thank uh, those guys enough and everybody that uh, we've got behind us and uh i think everybody and our supporters are looking forward to this uh, outdoor season 
as am I, my friend. Having a sponsorship, sponsor list so long that you can't remember them all is a good problem to have. And uh, shout out to every single one of them that make this all possible. Really appreciate the time, my friend. Do not hang up just yet. For, but for podcast sake, let's cut it off right there. All right. Thank you.